This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, January 21st. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Biden acts to roll back Trump agenda. USDA staffing takes shape. Biden makes first move on immigration reform. Biden acts swiftly as Dems take charge in D.C. The balance of power in the nation's capital shifted. Democrats now control both the presidency and Congress for the first time in a decade. President Joe Biden used his first hours in office to sign a series of executive orders, slap a freeze on regulatory actions taken in Donald Trump's final days. One of the orders requires a review of environmental and health regulations, including Trump's Waters of the U.S. rule, a pesticide application exclusion zone rule, and a rule overhauling National Environmental Policy Act regulations. The Senate is now under Democratic control for the first time in six years after three new senators were sworn in yesterday. California's Alex Padilla and Georgia Senators John Ossoff and Raphael Warnock. Take note, Biden has a bust of United Farm Workers founder Cesar Chavez placed on a table directly behind his desk in the Oval Office. You can read our story at agripulse.com on Biden's regulatory freeze and regulatory review. Shea in charge at USDA, Bonnie advising on climate. Kevin Shea is serving as Acting Agriculture Secretary while Tom Vilsack awaits Senate confirmation to the position he held during all eight years of the Obama administration. Shea has been the administrator of the Animal and Plant Health Inspection Service since 2013. Robert Bonney, the leading advocate for creating an ag carbon bank at USDA, is now in position to carry out his plan. The former USDA Undersecretary for Natural Resources has been named Deputy Chief of Staff for Policy and Senior Advisor for Climate. Catherine Ferguson, who also held senior posts in the Obama administration, is USDA's new Chief of Staff. Also notable, Ag Policy veteran Matt Herrick has left the International Dairy Foods Association to become Communications Director for USDA. Herrick served as a spokesman for USDA and then for the U.S. Agency for International Development during the Obama administration. You can read our story at agripulse.com for more on the USDA new staffing. Biden puts focus on immigration, but can he get a deal? Biden released a proposal on immigration reform even before taking office, but the plan's focus is on a path for citizenship for undocumented workers, and any deal that can pass Congress is likely going to have to address H-2A. On Capitol Hill, Senator Robert Menendez, a New Jersey Democrat, told reporters he would be reaching out to other senators to develop a broad compromise on immigration reform. Among the senators he wants to talk to are members of the Gang of Eight who negotiated a 2013 bill. Ag reaction? Well, Allison Crittenden, a director of congressional relations at the American Farm Bureau Federation, said she was struck by the absence in Biden's proposal of any language addressing H-2A. 
The contemplated bill, quote, only seeks to address the challenges facing farmers who have employees that have documentation challenges, she said. Dave Puglia, president and CEO of Western Growers, said his group would be working to ensure a streamlined, temporary, non-emigrant program that provides a reliable future flow of guest workers. Farm worker Justice President Bruce Goldstein said after the last four years of an administration intent on terrorizing and scapegoating immigrants, it is encouraging to see an administration prioritizing the well-being of the people who put food on our tables. You could read about Biden's immigration plan at agripulse.com. Biofuels industry asked court to block refinery waivers. The Renewable Fuels Association filed a petition for review and emergency motion in the U.S. Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia to block EPA from granting three small refinery exemptions. On Tuesday evening, the agency issued two exemptions for compliance year 2019 and one for 2018. To advert additional harm to the ethanol industry, EPA must be prevented from returning any compliance credits to unidentified refiners who were given these last-minute exemption handouts that RFA President and CEO Jeff Cooper. EPA data shows the two 2019 exemptions reduced that year's renewable fuel standard volumes by 150 million gallons and 110 million gallons in 2018. Men pardoned for beef mislabeling. Three South Dakotans convicted of selling misbranded beef were among the 73 people that former President Donald Trump pardoned shortly before he left office. Gregory, Deborah, and Martin Jorgensen were convicted in 1996 after they were found to have, quote, mixed in inferior commercial beef trim with their premium beef, the Trump White House said in its summary of the pardon decision. Since their convictions in 1996, the Jorgensons have served their community devotedly, the White House said. Gregory was elected twice to the Tripp County Board of Commissioners and spearheaded infrastructure projects to improve access for Native American communities. Deborah Jorgensen is a lifelong member of a nonprofit dedicated to promoting educational opportunities for women. Martin Jorgensen, whose pardon was posthumous, was once named the National Cattlemen Association Businessman of the Year. Europe leader calls on Biden to repair U.S.-EU relationship. European Council President Charles Mikkel on Wednesday welcomed Biden's presidency and said he hopes the European Union and the United States can repair their fractured relationship, including the improvement of trade. Today is more than a transition, Mikkel said in a speech before the European Parliament, which represents the individual governments of nations in the EU. Today is an opportunity to rejuvenate our transatlantic relationship, which has greatly suffered in the last four years. Talks between the U.S. and EU over a free trade agreement remain idle amid tensions and tariff over steel and aluminum, as well as airplane subsidies and digital service taxes. Both sides have levied tariffs on agriculture products such as cheese and wine. 
So, on this day of his mandate, I address a solemn proposal to the new U.S. president. Let's build a new founding pact, Mickel said, for a stronger Europe, for a stronger America, for a better world. EU breaks annual pork export record. The data is not all in yet, but the European Union has already set a new record for pork exports in 2020, with only 10 months reported, according to USDA's Ford Agriculture Service. EU countries set a record in 2019 when they exported 3.55 million metric tons of pork, but the total has already inched past that level from January through October in 2019. The FAS says skyrocketing demand from China, which lost much of its pork production to outbreaks of African swine fever, is the primary factor behind the boost to European exports. Here's today's He Said It. During my visits to farms in all 50 states, I have learned that while accents and commodities may vary, the heart of the farmer remains the same. Agriculture is a selfless profession of men and women who serve to feed a growing population. That former Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue in a series of farewell tweets yesterday. Well, that's Daybreak for this Thursday, January 21st. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.